0: versus Kenny, and this is episode, are we going to call this episode zero?
1: We can do it, yeah, we can do zero again, because the other one was, we went at, that was our learning, that was the pilot before the pilot.
0: Yeah, (laughs) this is a brand new tape, and uh, so this is going to be episode zero in the beginning.
1: Exactly, where cavemen use pine cones to wipe their ass and brush their teeth. Because in the beginning, in the beginning,
0: there was a Taco Bell and from that <laughs> Taco Bell walked out a caveman and that caveman had to poop. So he went over and he found a pine cone and he said, this looks like it'll do the job. And he proceeded to wipe his ass with that pine cone. But then he turned around and he said, I need to brush my teeth. And with that very same pine cone, he brushed his
1: teeth. Classic, classic.
0: Love he it. He took the pine cone away, <laughs> and the pine cone it turned into a pine tree because that's how they work, I guess. And the pine tree grew up, and it provided oxygen. And the dinosaurs were living off of all of the oxygen on the pine. And as the dinosaurs were flying. The pine trees somehow angered the universe, <laughs> and the universe sent down a meteor. And this meteor <laughs> took out all of the dinosaurs. And then there was life.
1: And then there was life.
0: <laughs> this is and how it all started. Advanced. We have advanced since then as people. And it has brought us to this very day where we get to sit here and talk to you. All because of one shit covered pine cone. That's
1: right. That also had gingivitis, probably, like we talked about before, probably.
0: The uh, the cavemen probably <laughs> had very bad gingivitis from
1: their use of pine cones. Yes, they probably really had some bad gingivitis. So, how was your day? Was I mean? So, I I'm Kenny. This is Logan. Uh, we met a few years back. At a conference, and uh, we became friends since then. And this is what we do, this is what we're trying to do, you know. Well, we do this all the time, we talk to everybody.
0: Essentially, all this is all this podcast is is just a typical conversation between me and Kenny, right? It's a normal one, it's going to be condensed. Because me and Kenny's normal conversations will go for hours at a time.
1: Yes. yes. I I woke up a few mornings going to work the next day and going, damn, I can't believe I talked to Logan till one. And I drank beer the whole time (laughs) until one. (laughs) And I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning. So three hours later, I'm like rolling out going, please, Lord, don't let me get pulled over. You know, I'm just trying to make it there. Eat a taco, eat two tacos. Exactly.
0: <laughs> it's like I saw you posted a picture today and you had your truck loaded down with glass, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what you do is you replace glass on cars and all that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. And I had a thought. I wanted to ask a question because this is extremely relevant to me for some reason. Have you ever, and I don't know if it's possible, have you ever put the wrong glass on a car?
1: Yes. It's happened before. I I was working at a dealership on the north side of Houston. And uh, I I was doing the uh, used car department. And you have to know about glass. Every car, even though it's a, let's say it's a two door uh, escort. And you have a four door escort. Well, them two windshields may be different. And I had went over to the and I I got the windshield in and I made it work. This is I haven't told that story in a long time. It was the craziest thing. I I was just I don't know what I I, don't, I like out of body experience at that time because I was only like twenty maybe twenty one maybe twenty two years old and they sent me over to do this job at this dealership and man dude stress and somehow I got it in there. I don't know how but I did. <laughs>
0: Where there's a will, there's a way.
1: Yeah. Now, I've had them before, and you go to put them in, and then all of a sudden, it's two inches too small. And you go, well, I don't think that's going to work. Well, just fill in the gap with
0: time tones. they they come in (laughs) home. Exactly. Time tones are the answer to all of life's mystery.
1: (laughs) Right. I mean... The glass business is weird. I mean, you know, because you're dealing with the structure of the car. You're doing everything, you know, that people are amazed by because you can do it. But I'm like, damn, dude, really? I got to do this, <laughs> you know, at my age now, after 34 years, it's kind of, you know, it's an ass kicking, especially the heat, whatever. But yeah. hey, man, I'm game. Come on. You know me. I'm going to roll with what it.
0: Is, what is the weirdest thing? Thing you've ever had to go fit like, let's say, oh, I ran over my ex and he broke my windshield. Like, what is the weirdest thing that's ever happened in your line of work?
1: So uh, there was a guy that came up to our shop that that I was working at a few years back and before I started my own company, which is Reliable Auto Glass. That's two eight one seven zero six seven zero four three. We go all around Texas.
0: Nice so, plug. Uh,
1: so, uh, so this guy comes in, the windshield's totally smashed. I mean, I've seen birds, deer, whatever, you know, body. Because I do a lot of body shop work, so you see all this stuff. So we're at the shop, and my boss comes at, out, and he's like looking at the windshield, and he's like, "What's all this hair on here?" You know, you know, and that will be hit something. Well, this guy had came into town. He was out of. He was out of. T- he was out of town and ran over and hit a black lady. And she busted his windshield. She, he threw her over. It was an accident. You know, it just happened. He wasn't in trouble or anything at all. He wasn't drinking. He, It was just one of them deals. And, uh, yeah, that was probably one of the weirdest things. Uh, well, I have another one that's really kind of horrific. You know, kind of really bad. So you can do whatever you want to edit. But I did a windshield on a S10 Blazer. In ninety, probably ninety probably ninety-eight. That uh, a guy had went. He had a girlfriend at a titty bar. He went to the titty bar. She worked. She worked there, and uh, he told her that he basically told her something, and went by outside and got in the uh, S10 Blazer and shot himself in the face with a shotgun. That was some freaked. <laughs> di- oh yeah, dude, it was terrible. We we had to clean it up. I mean, it was hazmat suits and everything. Brain here, brain there.
0: You know me. I was, you know, funeral yeah. director and bomber. Yeah, I've seen all that stuff before. I mean, it's not uncommon
1: for, for you. me to be <laughs> like, yeah,
0: that that's people come up to me and they they'll be like. I saw this girl break her arm and it was the grossest thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, I used to stitch faces back on children. So right.
1: uh, yeah,
0: I'm yeah. happy that that's the worst you've seen in your life. And,
1: exactly. Yeah. Cause you've had some, you know, you've done some crazy shit already just only up until your age now at 23 years old. Yep, And, and I don't know if
0: I've ever, if I've ever uh, told the story, of, what was his name, Marvin, Marlon, Melvin, Pelvin. No, that... I never heard of it. <laughs> so, when I was in school for mortuary, we had uh, to go and do a certain number of cases at funeral homes that they would let us do cases at. Yes, sir. And The school was in Dallas, and there is a funeral home there that is 99.9% predominantly an African-American funeral home. But it had so many cases in a day that you could fill your quota for that entire quarter in one day. No way. Now... They had 500 pound people. They had the. They have a special table just for people over 500 pounds, and I never understood. I never understood why they put it where they put it. They put it in the corner where you couldn't even get to one side of it. But that's not the. That's not the. It got to the point where we never saw a single white person go through, except for one old white man in a Hawaiian shirt, and his name was Marlon Melvin. Helping. Really, I have no idea who named this man, but they thought he was a wizard.
1: Right. <laughs> I did a and, job for a dude. This his name was Ben Smart. Just re, just today. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: The, the the school required you when you went to do these cases, you had to be in dress clothes. When you went to school, in school, every day but Friday, you had to wear a full suit and tie. Really? Because it's one of those, if you're going to do the job, you're going to be in a suit and tie every day at work. We're getting you ready to get used to that. Right. And so we would leave the school when we could, and we would go and... Find a funeral home that would let us work with them that day. And we'd go in there full suit and tie. Basically, all we would do is take our tie off and take our jacket off. But we still had the dress clothes on. And me and this other girl I went to school with, that me and her are still friends, but um anyway, we went in there to do these cases and we were working on somebody, and Mar Marlon was on the table next to us. And the man we were working with told me to go and get him ready for prep. So basically that means I was supposed to go over there and take his clothes off and wash him off and get him ready to embalm. All Easy right. enough. Now, you got to keep in mind, I'm wearing, we're all wearing our PPE, our safety gear. So I got, I got my face shield on. I got a uh, apron on. I got gloves on. I got all that on. But you have to remember, Apparently, you're not supposed to be over six foot tall and be an embalmer because i all the aprons stopped at my knees. <laughs> this is important, so I go over and i- and I, like I said before, Marlon's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, so I unbutton this shirt and I lift up his arm to pull it out, and all of the skin slips off of his arm. Shit. <laughs> and the arm falls towards me and just throws blood the entire way down oh gosh i thought it all landed on my apron and i was fine no so dude. i'm not even, I'm just sitting over here i get the shirt off i pull the skin back down so we can stitch it back and get it ready to embalm that's that's all cool that's fine we get done embalming and we go me and me and the girl i'm with we go out to eat. We go to IHOP. Because if you've never been to IHOP in Mesquite, it is basically thea- it's a dinner theater where it's just random drama the entire time.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> we walked in there. I have to remember that. And remember, we're, I'm, I'm in my dress shirt, my dress pants, my dress shoes. And we walk in there and everybody stares at me. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And we go to our table and we we sit down. And uh, the the waitress comes up and starts talking to us. And then she just kind of looks down and then she looks back up at me and it's just kind of quiet. And I'm like, "Uh, can I get whatever? I, I always got chicken fried steak and pancakes or something like that. But. I'm sitting there and I'm like, why is everybody staring at me? And uh I started, okay, so I'm six foot four. I typically do not fit under normal right. benches and boots. Exactly. So right. I sit by myself on a side, I swing my feet, my legs out, and I put them on the the seat. When I do this, I look down at my legs and I realize that both of my legs on the front side are covered in blood. Oh, God. So I've basically contaminated <laughs> this entire IHOP.
1: <laughs> I have
0: cracked blood into here from a, a man named Marlon Melvin Pelvin. Marlon
1: Melvin Pelvin. The
0: greatest, single greatest wizard name I've ever heard. And I did not let that stop me from eating.
1: I ate and then we left. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, if you're doing all that, I mean, come on, give me a break. It's like anybody that does their job. Like I will, I'll get so like yesterday I had panic attack all day, basically, you know, until we talked, you know, I I, I had, I didn't let it really get me, but it was really, you know, just so much because you get, I'm one person. I'm I'm taking your windshield out. I'm putting it in. I'm making the tickets. I'm doing some a lot of the paperwork. I'm doing, you know, people are calling me on the phone. I have a secretary, you know, my secretary. She does a great job, but she's not with me 24 seven. So you have to do the whole thing yourself. So you know, I woke up not feeling good. It was just like one of them days. Like I was on the, like the world was tilted different. And dude, I was like all day. I was like it was so stupid. But today. You know, I just just go do your thing. People, I don't know. It's a dumb deal out there sometimes for everybody.
0: It it all depends on who you work with, too. I mean, if
1: right, it
0: uh, you know you can get someone that's nice and you'll have a great day, and you'll get one asshole and then have a horrible day. It kill your whole thing. Exactly, and what I hate anything is when I'm doing something and somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about comes over there and tries to tell me what to do and I just at that point I'm like here you do it I'm done I'm going home
1: (laughs) yeah I've I've said that before so you got out of this because of I mean not because you're grossed out for sure no (laughs) so what was the reason that you you know decided to take a different path so
0: When I got out of college, I was living in Mesquite, and I wanted to go work for the funeral home in town where I used to live, which is where I live now. And so I did. I went, I I got out of school, I went and I started working for him. And it got to the point where, you know me, where I don't take shit from anyone kind of thing. (laughs)
1: I didn't know and, that at you know, all, really.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I don't care if you're my boss. If you say something stupid, it's my natural
1: instinct. Yeah, I got you. No, it's exactly. Stupid.
0: When I moved back in the town, now keep this in mind, I had the job before I moved back in the town. And this is how I knew I wasn't going to fit in at this at this home. When I moved back in the town, I had two of my friends help me move back. And I went to Brookshire's, which is, I guess, if you don't know what Brookshire's is, it's basically yeah. And uh, the guy that I was going to be basically apprenticing to saw me at Brookshire's with these two people. And I went into work the next day, and he told me that I need to watch who I'm hanging out with in public.
1: No way. And that,
0: that was the red flag right there because you're not right. going to tell me who my friends can and can't be. I don't care oh, yeah. who. You are. Exactly. I would mow my yard, and you got to realize I lived right by the funeral home, and right. everybody that would be going to the funeral home would drive by my house. And so, uh, I would mow my yard, and like any other American, I would be in like shorts and a no-sleeve shirt because it's a hundred degrees outside. Right, like you're, like, I have clothes on at all. Yeah, you're dying. And they okay. would tell me that I need to dress more appropriately while I'm mowing my yard. No way. And I was sitting there, and I was wow. like, "Wow!" some like really stingy and. Anyway, we kept button heads on. And it was never like, Logan, you messed this up. It was more along the lines of, Logan, um, could you please, like, uh, wear pants when you're mowing? Like, little stuff. There was yeah, like, never anything major. Logan, you and, can't be you. Exactly. It's- and uh, it got to the point where we just kept button heads. And essentially... The uh the lady that runs the place was like Logan. We'll either let you go or uh or either you can walk out or we'll let you go. And I said, okay. And I took my shit and I left. And right. It was one of those things. Like I love the job. I love working with the families. I love all of that stuff. I have absolutely no problem with it. None of that right. stuff scares me. I'm used to it. But I went and I started working where I'm working now for the city. I get paid more. I get right. benefits that I don't get if I go to a funeral home. Right. I have a relaxed job.
1: So I, I will say this. Uh My dad, he worked in construction for, I mean, I, I, as long as I can remember. And he had his own company. And at one time, we were the largest Cabinet company in the city of Houston. I mean, they, we were doing really great. I mean, we did George Bush's Mr. President George Bush. uh, He that we did, he worked, he had his place at the Houstonian downtown. We worked in that place and he didn't make it because everybody, just because of taxes and people didn't pay and rich people didn't do that or whatever. So he, 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 he was ch- still trying to do it and he went to work for the county and they, they started him off at 10 bucks an hour. And this dude's like, you know, probably 57, I think probably or 55 then, or, you know, and, you know, he's got to go back to 10 bucks an hour. You know, he's already done all this shit his whole life. And now he's got to go back 10 bucks an hour. So we were outside out here in the backyard one day on us on our two acres or eight acres here. And he says, I think I'm going to I can't work for the county anymore because I I asked him about his job. And he's like, I I don't think I can because the pay. I said, Dad, stop. Listen, pay attention. Stay there because you have benefits. You got all this stuff. And guess what? Now he's retired. And he's able to do whatever he wants to do, and he still makes money. They, him, and my mom probably together make about almost four thousand dollars at seventy years old. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. smart. Very smart, Logan. Very smart. I can,
0: uh, if I didn't want to work over the retirement uh, requirement, right. I could retire at forty years old.
1: Yeah, most definitely.
0: And that's the main factor why I am staying with the city, because yeah. I have been offered 45 or $50 an hour to go work for another funeral home, and I turned it down because I would be on call 24 oh, hours, seven yep, days a yep. week. Yeah. I would have no benefits whatsoever. So basically, all the extra pay would just end up being me paying for insurance anyway. Yes
1: exactly yeah no that's I, a, that's a good decision though why would
0: i put myself on the line every day all day where i could never be at home and basically at the end of the day bringing the same pay i'm working or i'm getting right now when i have right. all of, i have i have mental, i have uh vision I have health. I have life insurance. I have everything. Everything,
1: Yes. No, it's a, and it, you know, it's that's like really so smart. I mean, really, you know, I was, you know, I'm living a dream right now, making some money because of the hailstorm, storm, whatever. I got jobs to do, whatever. But my ex-wife, she was a different person. And, we couldn't go down to 10 bucks an hour. Cause I was trying to raise two kids and I wasn't getting any help. So, you know, cause a uh, man's supposed to do all the stuff, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't need to work. I'm going to take, I got to take care of the kids, but yet yeah, the kids are going to school, but yeah, you're going around the corner and humping your boyfriend, you, you know? So, me. you know, that kind of shit like that. So you, I, I would have went to work for the County and now I'd be like you said, I, eventually i am be getting ready to retire and have and had and had security the whole time security the whole time yeah but you know you know campfire kenny he the only way he knows how to do it is go the hard way why are we gonna do it easy this is stupid this i don't like <laughs> easy let's do it hard come on let's get come on man we get down and dirty and sweat and I mean, the balls are sticking to your leg. I mean, what the hell? What (laughs) you know? You know, it just don't be don't get old. Do your job like you're doing. That's great. I mean, that's so cool, man. Tell me, that's a that's a blessing, dude.
0: I'm gonna sign my Peter Pan contract so I never get old.
1: (laughs) Right. I'll just I'll
0: just fly away go to a different state whenever I feel like I'm getting old and start over.
1: Right. Just do but just don't, don't do like on the the shows, the cop shows where you're changing your name as you move to each different state.
0: Well that's how you that's how, you, be, that's how you start anew.
1: Yeah but you'll be <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see you on TV. I mean you might see me on TV but it's only because of the revolution <laughs>
0: The revolution
1: will be televised. <laughs> will be tele- Well, of course it would. Everything's televised now. Shit, you can't get away with nothing. He's <laughs> talking about everybody got a phone. Everybody, you know, that's the coolest part is that the dude that, that's gonna send the video out and show that how bad somebody was, but they didn't help the person. Yeah. You know, that's oh you- here, let me show it. Oh, hey, yeah, hey
0: you got three people beating up a grandma and then there's one dude that's sitting there like videoing it and you're like why exactly
1: is
0: getting on them you know like
1: I know man dude it's so irritating so a man I was I was coming down the road and I seen an accident and I stopped because there was nobody on the scene it just happened so there's a man I see a motorcycle it's 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 still running Ma! I mean it's gunning so I run over and I turn the motorcycle off and then I see this guy. He's right laying right by a telephone pole. So I can automatically see that he has slammed in his telephone pole. Right. He hit it. Not the motorcycle. The motorcycle hit the side of a truck and they yeah. both flew a Chevy truck and they both flew over, you know, and oh, yeah, held his hand. But people were nobody would even go over there. They, You know what they did? They had their phones in their hand. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I mean what the but yeah it was one of the craziest hey man I just I just do me you know like you you're running around town trying to save everybody so so people have water you know that's a that was an event in itself that is what this
0: last week <laughs> consisted of was an entire seven and a half hours of sleep in between Sunday to friday <laughs> right and that's uh that's horrible and I, I mean for the most part i'm used to it just from the funeral director's schedule i can keep up with that but the problem is the funeral director's schedule didn't have the amount of physical activity that right I had
1: right do. oh yeah right it's,
0: I was, I was sitting there. I was having to turn off and on valves. I had to get in the hole. I had to help fix the leak. I was doing all that. Then I had to do crowd control. I had to answer everybody else. I had people calling me at 2 or 3 in the morning to cuss me.
1: Are you fucking me kidding me?
0: And, I, mean, oh. I, and I, I sat there, and I had one person. Okay, so just an example of how people are. I had this one lady call while we were trying to fix a leak. And she goes, uh, does the city have a designated place we can go take a shower? <laughs> and I, without a moment of hesitation, told her, yeah, it's the Sydney Lake. Just take a bucket.
1: <laughs> Make sure you bring soap.
0: <laughs> and I mean. Clean your every- nasty ass. Everybody God. just to complain the entire and I understand you know
1: yes you but I yes, yeah. I understand I mean I a tree fell on my power pole out of my yard you know it fell on my shit and broke it right so it, that was whenever I don't remember what it wasn't it wasn't Harvey I don't it was uh, I think it was a Milda or one of them but anyway so everybody kept coming by my house and mean-mugging me. Where I was outside going, hey, motherfucker, it ain't my shit. There's a tree, a tornado went down at the end of the block and knocked out the whole fucking transformer. Don't come down here no more. Some old man, too, about 80 years old. I'm like, dude, hey, man, you need, you need to roll on. Get out. So the light company finally comes. This is two days later. So he finally come. Me and my neighbor... We had, to, we had to get our pole. A tree was laying. It didn't break the line, but a tree was laying right. A limb was laying right on the line. So it was stretching it. And it pulled our poles over. And the guy, the so the guy from the light company pulls up and says, right, just so you know, you're going to have to get them poles uh, straightened up. I, I, I walked up to the fence and I said, listen, your people said, you, first he said, you need to get the tree off and then do that. And I said, first of all, I called y'all and y'all said, do not touch nothing. So I haven't fucking touched nothing. So you're going to sit right here and tell me I need to get this shit off before you can do anything. And then he was like, I'll be right back. That motherfucker came back and he helped me get the tree off my motherfucking line. Helped us straighten all the poles up. And guess what? Down the street, like I said, they had to replace two poles. So it was still like seven, eight, nine hours later. My poor neighbor, his well had went dry. Because you know he had lost all his pressure because he had a his foot valve had leaked, and dude, it was just like people still come by me mugging, dude. Go down, man, dude. People suck, you know. It, a crisis is like the most craziest thing ever. So right now, that's why that's why people are the way they are. You know, they lost the love in their heart. They lost they lost it all, and. They, they can't, you know, it's all about me. You know, it's not about the next person or whatever. Man, I, I'm a helper. I'm a giver. I'm not going to, I'll never be that person. And I'm glad I know these people because I'll never be them for sure. For sure. I'll be like Logan. Hey, man, we say what we say, but we still have a heart. Does it matter?
0: Somewhere in there, there's a heart. You just got to, you've got to dig a long time.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you'll, you'll see, you're still young, so you'll your heart will come. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, but you, you just ignore it, basically, when it could become stupid. You just got to ignore it, you know, because we are who we are. We're not going to change for anyone. That's a proven fact. You know, we're going to stand. We're going to wave our flags. We're going to do whatever we want to do, you know, within the law and not to disrespect anyone what's much whatsoever. You know, we're not them people. And don't push nothing down my throat. Don't try to give me a vaccine. Don't try to do all this other stuff because I'm not going to play the game. I'm not going to play the game with you. Just let me be. We'll all go on. We'll all make money. The economy will be great. Logan will get to retire at at. But see, you can retire like at 60 and be like rolling like probably about eight grand a month and not do nothing but fish.
0: Exactly. That's
1: the plan. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, hey, that should be the plan. But that's what I'm saying. People don't like you said, people are stupid. It, you know, you don't matter what. You got these people that need water, but yet they, they don't understand that it. it's not, it's not your problem. You you didn't cause it. You know, no. you didn't cause a problem. It came from somewhere else. You need to call another motherfucker. Don't call me. Don't even that's- call us out. Figure it out.
0: One thing I love about dealing with people in a town is there is always the fact, and you see it on TV all the time, the fire department can never do wrong. If if the fire department were to go and accidentally run into a daycare center and take half the kids out in it, somebody the next day would still make a plate of cookies and drop them off at the fire department and say, good job right all of this started because we lost the pump and then the fire department put a new guy into on the thing to hook up the fire truck and it deadheaded it no made way. a water pump, and it blew our line our oh main our main line through town yet the water department got blamed for the line breaking after the fire department was the ones that break it. That's just part of the job. People are going to complain. Oh, no most
1: ma- definitely. No matter what. No, I had a lady just recently. I replaced. So I'm doing a hell in, in, college station and a lady had a 2020 Tacoma and uh, she had like the small, like, I don't, I can't even imagine how small it was. It was the pit was so small, and it was kind of close to her view, and she wanted a new windshield. And I told the guys over there, I said, "Listen, if she's looking at this little thing right here, you got to put a factory glass in this. You can't put an aftermarket, because she's not gonna like aftermarket because the the word itself, aftermarket, it sells itself. So it's not gonna fit right, or something's gonna be wrong." And sure enough, man. It wasn't forty-five minutes later after I put the windshield in. It, she called him bitch. Dude, I got in the car on Monday. This is when I was having my panic attack. Got in the car on Monday, looked at the windshield, didn't see shit wrong with it. Like I've seen distortions where in this in your driver's view, where you are, you know, uh, looking across like the middle of the windshield, where if you move your head at all, it blurs you and it can it can mess with you. But this had nothing to do with anything. And she was able to get a factory windshield out of it. I still got paid, no big deal. But you know what I'm saying? Just these people just I don't know. They're just retarded, dude. They want something. It's all your fault. Why didn't it's not the same? No, of course not. Nothing's gonna be the same, no matter what. I can go buy the same car you bought, and there's gonna be something different on my car than yours. So when we first met, I didn't know who you were. I didn't even know how old you were or whatever, but I remember the jacket. and kept saying, this guy, Logan, he has his jacket. It's cool. And he wants a patch. I was like, we'll get a patch, whatever, you know. And then it was at the Southeast Texas Bigfoot Conference. I think that's when I, I seen you at Craig's conference. And then I don't think we, we didn't talk because the group that I'm in, the group that I was in wasn't that big and uh you had a pat you know you got the patch or whatever and i remember Ann saying that and then just all of a sudden you know we kind of talked a little bit and you when you made that comment about how you love me and that was just man it was so cool dude i was like you know what because i did feel the same thing like a friendship automatically before even knowing you so it was cool Uh, it was that footstock I think was our best time, uh, wasn't it?
0: Because I was, I talked to Ann at the Jefferson Conference at Craig's Conference, right? And um, that was when I was first starting the new patch jacket.
1: Because, oh yeah, I, yeah, because the other one got stolen. That's right. I remember, right?
0: No, 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 no. None of my jackets have been stolen. Oh, I don't know oh. where that rumor came from.
1: I just quit
0: wearing one to conferences. I have nice. a dedicated. I have a dedicated Bigfoot jacket now and paranormal jacket.
1: Right, I got you. So there was a so somehow there was a deal where there was a. I got you. No problem. We we can. And uh, that's why we got edit.
0: My original (laughs) jacket
1: was. It had
0: comic book patches. It had. It had um, on the back of it is metal band like music and stuff like that, you know, and that's what I was wearing. I wore that to my first, like, two conferences, and then I had an idea. And the reason I had this idea was I wanted to be easily identifiable while I was at the conferences. And I didn't see anybody walking around covered in patches. Sorry. I figured I would just start a new jacket. And I would literally become a walking billboard for groups and for uh, just paranormal cryptid stuff in general. Hell yeah, kick ass! So what I did was I went and I I found the leader. I want to say the leaders. I found the founders of these groups, and I asked each of them if I make patches for your group. Can I put them on my jacket and I will send you the surplus as a thank you. And you can do whatever you want with those extra patches. And 90% of people said yes. So I did it. And um, I would start wearing the jacket. And everybody knew me by the jacket. And the reason I knew it was catching on was because Bob Gimlin started calling me patches. And yeah. so every time I would go to a conference and Bob Gimlin was there, he would walk up to me and say, what's going what's on, Pat?
1: He'd yeah. ask me
0: about my day and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, at the time, I'm sitting there like, man, this is Bob Gimlin. And he's coming up to me and he's, you know, talking to me, and asking me about my day, you know, that's pretty cool. And he, he knows me by the jacket.
1: Yes. and so yes, uh, I
0: know you, too. But then... And this was in between Jefferson and Footstock. Actually, no, it wasn't. I think this just started at right after, well, I guess right after Jefferson. I made the beaver hook.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: If you look at my logo for my YouTube series, um the beaver hook is literally just a giant hook. It looks like a Maui hook. And the reason I made it was I was kayaking one day and I had a beaver try to like jump on my kayak and whoop my ass. And so I was like, I need something I can knock these things in the head with. And me being me, I love Maui. I love Tongan Pacific Islander culture. My first thought was I want to make a Maui hook. That's what the design came off of. But since it was, originally designed to beat the hell out of beavers when they try to jump
1: in my kayak i called it a beaver hook right i'm and, sure that'd be a scary moment too man some shit trying to get in your shit like Oh, man,
0: <laughs> <you're>
1: <laughs> assholes. but um everybody
0: i'm sure you knows- can say
1: that you just offended the whole beaver nation way to go logan
0: I, I'm, I'm sorry. I want to ask some beaver enthusiasts of the exactly, world.
1: Exactly, of the world, of the whole world. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I apologize.
0: But if I go to a conference, people know me either because of the beaver hook or they know me because of my jacket. And I did that on purpose because nobody else has the pax jacket. There's one person. I believe her name is Tony. I can't remember her last name. But she has a like uh, painted or spray planted or whatever you want to call it jacket that looks awesome. I mean, she, I see her around a lot in uh, right. around Arkansas. Yeah,
1: did, uh, wasn't was she at the con? Was she at the thing? I think somebody <laughs> took a picture with her there. I think, but I'm not for sure yeah, at the Bill. If it's
0: a if it's a conference in Arkansas, she's usually there,
1: and me right. and her.
0: Are in this unofficial battle for jacket supremacy,
1: right? Got gotcha. you.
0: And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, "Oh, you're going to run out of room because you keep drawing on your jacket." Look, I got so much room for patches.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's kind of like seeing the person that takes their family on all the the family outings. You know, they went to the they went to Colorado, they went to Maha Stadium, they went over here, they went, over, and it's all in the back window. But that's on your back, so yeah, that would be better for sure.
0: Exactly. You can only
1: paint so much, right? It's over.
0: I'm literally a walking billboard. And that, that's one rule that I did make was if I do not agree with your group or your group has given me any reason not to trust it, right? I'm not going to advertise your group because right. I'm in this, as far as we're talking about Bigfoot, I'm in Bigfoot for the legitimacy of the species Right of Sasquatch, I want it to be proven. I think it can be proven. I don't want to be sponsoring groups that are in it purely for views or for likes or for stuff like
1: that. Sure, same thing as paranormal. Same thing. Same exact yeah. thing. No matter what group you're you're in, it, it's and, the same shit. And so
0: that's that's why the jacket got started. That's why the beaver hook got started. But the beaver hook has caught on. Five times as fast as the jacket has because no one else has the balls to put a giant hook on their belt loop and walk through a room of
1: people. Of course, I I only know one person that's crazy enough.
0: I get people that will stop me just so they can take a picture of the hook. They wanna hold it, and I have no problem if you wanna hold it, but just know if you go to swing it, I'm gonna knock the shit out of you right,
1: <laughs> but no, you got your trademark though that so you're you're building your brand so basically exactly,
0: and that's why, um, if you look at my logo, I always I had the jacket, I had the hook, and I always had my Costa sunglasses,
1: yeah, so I see, now- I see my 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 deal now, yeah perfect when,
0: when i when i made my logo i was like okay i really like the idea of making a pirate sc- uh, skull and crossbones kind of design yes,
1: yes and i love because pirates
0: i feel like i'm an outsider to almost every group i'm in that but i'm able to get inside where i need to go so yes. i'm like a pirate in this community as far as i'll go in i will right. tell you right what's wrong what's right i will mess you up and i will leave and see if you can fix it
1: right it's on you you know i'm not we're the same though because we i mean i i'm all cool and everything and you know i you know i have fun with everybody you know everybody has everybody has secrets everybody has scars everybody has uh dilemmas or whatever's going on in their life whatever you know in the in the community I am just there to enjoy my friends and roll on, you know what I'm saying? And y'all can do y'all's own thing, but I do, I do love pirates because that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's of course. I mean, I don't know. It's always been that way because I've always been an outsider in my family, you know, I, because I'm not going to put up with their shit. No, you know, I'm not going to deal with no dumb shit. You know, I, I got I got to get up everything when you start towing my line, then we'll talk about something. Otherwise, get the fuck out of my face. Don't talk to me about nothing. I don't need it. You know, I, th- I drag my ass up after me and you do this. Here it is. I'm 11 o'clock. Almost 11. And, you know, I I, I got to do a job at 830 in the morning. It's about 40 minutes from my house. So I actually get to sleep in for an hour or two, actually two hours because I've been getting up at three forty-five every morning. So you know, you're either with me or against me. We talked about it before. You know, me and you. You know, you're with. So I don't, I don't have time. Why, why waste my energy on dumb shit? You know, move the fuck on. Let's build it. Let's build what we want to build. Like me and you, we're, let's build this. You know, make it fun.
0: Hopefully. Hopefully the further down we get with this, the more streamlined we can come up with stuff to actually talk about. Yeah, most definitely. That's exactly this right here is a just a basic test to right. see what it's like to record. It's not like we have a professional set. Well, you kind of do. You have and set up. I'm on my phone. Right. I, I have a microphone. I just got to get my computer back from a family member and then I can hook my microphone up and we'll have better audio quality.
1: Well, most and, definitely.
0: Yes. And this is episode 0 for a reason because it's the beginning, in the beginning there now was a, um,
1: there was a pine cone.
0: And that you know, pine cone grew up to be a tree.
1: And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I'll be honest with you, straight up, straightforward with you. I love talking to you because I get to see, you know, I'm just, I don't know. You know, I'm like you. I'm just, we're just, we're just them dudes, you know, that could just ramble about anything. We could ramble for hours. I mean, I, I and I'm definitely not trying to go or whatever unless you have to do whatever, you know. Shower your water, your nuts, or whatever. I don't know, but it's fun. And that, I that love it.
0: Good point. A good point to make right now is we originally agreed at like what eight o'clock to record, right? And around six o'clock, I got called to go into a city council meeting, right? And so, uh, basically. We were gonna postpone this recording till tomorrow, but we just decided to go ahead and jump the gun and do it anyway.
1: Exactly. We don't um, care. The this
0: is my third podcast to record in the last three days, so I've done a podcast a day up till this point.
1: Right. That's cool. I mean, that's good. Maybe you know, maybe that's something. You know, any avenue. So I, I was going to tell you this earlier when you were talking about that, you got the job with the city. So my dad's, so when my dad got in, into the, with the County, his boss was, you know, made really good money. So he was getting ready to retire, but see what he also had a job at Lowe's. Okay. For like 15 years. So when he would get off of work from there, he'd go work there four or five hours every day, every day, Saturday through he'd get his, all his time this motherfucker and then he he worked somewhere else did something else and he retired from like three places three you know what I'm saying doing like some dumb shit you know what I mean like i'm out there trying to kill myself and you could do this you could do what you're doing now maybe the podcast maybe something whatever else your little niche whatever else you do who knows man maybe it picks up and it fucking rolls
0: but we are coming up on about an hour
1: an hour we are yeah we are
0: 59 minutes and 16 on the recording
1: and yeah we are actually i got an hour and two minutes but that's cool though that's not bad we still got we can still ramble. i mean uh, unless you got to go you got to go
0: uh, I'm gonna say just because I haven't had any sleep in a while.
1: I got you. No, I got you. No, we're done. We're good. And so, Thank that
0: you. is the official end
1: to this episode zero. Love you, buddy. Did you just... Did you, did you like the recording? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay,
0: so I never knew Skype had a thing where you could like it. Now, giant- I, can,
1: I can screen... I can chat... I can chat, screen, share screen, react, and more.
0: What you're saying is while we're talking, you can go on to like a little chat thing yes. and shit yes. and be like, look, that joke wasn't funny, and then we'll just keep the conversation going.
1: Oh yeah, you can for sure. Huh. Yeah, you see, can go on there. I could type a message right now and tell you we need to get off this topic. Or you know, see, that's I that's pretty cool. That. Yeah. Hey, man, I just stumbled on it. (laughs) What are you talking about? So, Logan, I love you so much, dude. I know you need some sleep. I do too, man. I just, I just, I'm just pumped because we did it like this. I just think that that's how it should be, you know. But anyway, man, you go get some rest and I love you, buddy. And I hope that it, I think, I think that if we do it like this, we won't offend, you know will offend people, but who gives a shit? And
0: that's the motto of this
1: show. Yeah, if I offend you, it sucks for you. And on that note, (laughs) I want to thank everybody who
0: stuck it out for episode zero. This is Logan versus Kenny. This is Kenny Walls and Logan Craft, and we will see you later.
1: Love y'all. Later, brother.
0: Bye. Peace, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I I did the most sensual buy I've ever Mm -hmm. said.